Welcome to Muppets Dropping Mitts. I'm Hogthrob. I'm Strange Pork. We're just a couple of Muppets who don't know anything, drinking drinks. And talking sharks hockey. Hogthrob, what you drinking? I've got the last mm. grapefruit and chill. Oh man. Chilling hard cider. We're turning tables tonight. I've been drinking that the past two episodes. Yep. That sounded like a squeaky chair. Yeah, than... that was not... Squeaky? I said squeaky. Get squeaky with it. No one no one does that. What are you drinking, Strange Pork? Um, so I've also got a cider. It's a passion guava cider that I opened maybe two nights ago. Wow. A night ago? I don't know. But I picked up the can and it was still mostly full, so I'm drinking it. Good. Honor drinking. Mm-hmm. So the Sharks uh, won both games against the LA Kings. Yep. Jones got a shutout. They won the second minnesota game which they we didn't covered and uh so what <laughs> yeah it's been it's been how, wild uh <laughs> how do you feel how does this little wind streak here make you feel i'm like weirdly indifferent because i've been so resigned to them failing but it's fun to watch them win yeah i'm like enjoying the gameplay um yeah, the the series against the Kings, like there are some really good moments, and mm-hmm. you know there are also some sleepy moments. But overall, it's like I'm kind of in this in between where I'm like, oh well, like yeah, they're winning, but it doesn't matter. So it's hard to get excited right now. There were a lot of scrambles, but I also feel the same way. It's nice to see the Sharks play well as a team, like higher paced. Yeah, but I still see execution problems mm-hmm. with how this forward group is doing things um yeah, they really need a new guillotine <laughs> <laughs> i think that would help <laughs> with the executions yeah yeah Took just me a yeah <laughs> in case was, you weren't following i wasn't random. <laughs> at all no that was a good little witticism that's fine <laughs> i'm just uh i'm just an idiot um <laughs> Um, they have gotten some production and just good looks out of Rudolph's balsers, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. But to be honest, regardless of what Bob Bugner says, which is publicly that he, he said balsers, we see him as being like a top six winger, 20 goal scorer. You know, that's his like potential. Sure. I don't see how he's any different than like Dylan Gambrell right now. Mm. I like Dylan Gambrell. I like Rudolph's Balsers. But, yeah. like, ultimately, are these players good enough to, like, produce at the NHL level? They've had trouble. Like, it, Balsers was waived by Ottawa. He wasn't good enough for the shittiest <laughs> team in the league. And so he's, you know, looking all right on the Sharks. But, I mean, God, so was Lukash Radil last season mm-hmm. for a hot second. I do not believe in these Sharks players, and they just have to prove it. They have yeah. to prove that they are able. So I I guess all this to say, I still have concerns because even on the upside players, I, I in watching the games, in the beginning of the second Kings game, Timo Meyer like, 
went into the boards, like trying to just get a puck in deep, like he was on the wing, and completely ate shit. Like there was a Kings player checked him, and he, I think it was McDermott, and he just like fell. Yeah, I totally think I couldn't handle that. it. On his next shift, he whiffed on a pass, like he's on the wing again, driving the wing, centering pass to Hurdle, I think, who was driving the net, and he just like shot, he passed it way too far into the corner. Hurdle couldn't get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, he whiffed on a pass, and he was like, fuck. Now, the good news is Bob Bugner kept playing him didn't shift his line around kept him on that line gave them regular shifts and it was ended up being his best game of the year but like i just don't see good chemistry and connection with those lines even when they're like best game of the year for timo myers like i saw some pretty big fuck ups out of timo meyer if that's the best so far so I think, was it you who was saying that, like, normally he's a player that can really take hits and, mm-hmm. you know, is known for kind of having, like, holding a... holding his own. And uh, so he's for him strong. to fall that easily. It was kind um, of funny. But the question I think that you raised was, like, I wonder if he's injured or if something's going yeah. on that he's not, like, fighting back as much mm-hmm. or it's harder for him. And, I mean, that's possible. The Sharks are... No stranger to playing injured players. Yeah. Um, Especially if they're delusional enough to think that they've got to push for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Logan Couture in his post-game interview after the Kings game said, well, you know, they're, they're basically focusing on the next couple of games, but these same teams are going to be hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, they appreciate it. We're not really looking at a playoff spot. But I like when he says that because... Mm-hmm. I would be more concerned, and and when the reporters ask, like, are you happy with your effort in this four-game winning streak, he's like, yeah, we're doing better. Right. It's not like... We're great. We're going to make the playoffs. We're a playoff team. Like, he's not selling bullshit. Right. And I really appreciate that, because I feel the same way. Like, the Sharks are winning. Good. I'm glad to see it. Yeah. I don't... I'm sure it feels good for them to win. Yes. I don't think it amounts to much for the forward group. Mm -hmm. And so I feel very skeptical about all of it because I still see flubbed passes, just mainly players not driving the net. They're not getting there fast enough. They're trying to drive the net, but they're not. There's a lot of passes that go in front of the net and no one's there to. From that right hand wing or the right defenseman. It just goes right past the goalie and then. Cross the crease, really dangerous chance. Yeah. And there's no stick there. there. Yeah, there's nobody home. There is, however, an Evander Kane. Yeah. <laughs> who can apparently just outstretch. I think that was that was the last Kings game, right? Yeah. Where oh man. He just waited just enough time after. Like he really quick reacted in a way that he thought Kane was going to react and then Kane knew that and just waited yeah. it out and waited for that reaction and then that was a beautiful goal like I didn't oh man that's got to be hard to not just you have to have control to not just be like I have the puck shoot it yeah you're like I've played NHL 20 <laughs> and <laughs> I times. know 
that you get the puck and you're like, oh, shoot it. Like, it's really hard to skillfully hang on to the puck, keep the guy who's trying to block you, like, out of reach, outplay the goalie, and then score a fucking goal. Like, that was beautiful. Yeah, just tucked it in behind his outstretched pad. That's a good point. I think I thought of that as just, like, a great reach from Kane, but... You're right. It's a very intelligent play. Very. Very smart, smart goal. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And, and he had the he had the body position on the defenders because they were like, no, no. Right. But um, so that's the good positioning. But to outweigh quick, that patience. And, mm-hmm. Oh, God. Evander Kane's so good at hockey. Well, and quick really, you know, he reacted as if Kane had shot it and he put himself out of position and then That's what left does. all this net open behind him. It was beautiful. And what was disappointing quick. about it is that the Sharks, it was right like the last minute of the second or so. Yeah. And yeah. the Sharks gave up a goal right after that. Short-handed. So like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's like all that effort that Kane put in to like putting them one goal ahead and then they were like, oh, it's okay, let's just give one up. But like, he must have been so pissed. That shorthanded goal was awful. The Sharks' power play wasn't really clicking. I don't really uh, know why Jones didn't cover that. He wasn't in the clear. That Kings player was right there. It was, he wasn't out of sight for Jones. It, was it wasn't a, a safe play goal. for him to be like, okay, now I just pass this to another shark. Like, well, he didn't. He didn't try to pass it. What, no, what, but he. What he did he had is his he stick down. He stopped it and then he looked up like he was waiting for someone to come take it. Yeah, he didn't cover it. He didn't yeah. jump on covering it. His his head was up, like looking for another player. Yeah, as if it were bouncing off his stick. But it's it, like when it goes back into you know when it's. Um, shot down the lane like into the um zone and then the yeah. goalie gets it and then like will wait and, and then tap zone. it to a player you know mm-hmm. like that's how what it felt like except there were king's players next to him yeah and it just didn't make sense and he he should have just covered it i mean it's easy to say in hindsight but i don't understand why he played it as if he was waiting for another sharks player to keep it alive no, now that you say that, I mean they're they're on the power play, oh. so he's sort of waiting for the extra player to come back and get the puck. Because if he covers it, mm-hmm. then they have a face off in their zone, which is not what you want on a power play. Right. You so... also don't want a goal. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, Jones. I think that was the biggest mistake on his end. I, Burns could have come back and checked and like tied up the player for sure, but yeah. I really did not like the look of that goal. The other guy just like smacking at it, oh, and yeah. going in. That looked soft as fuck. Well, and and poor Jones <clears throat> too. He like immediately was just like, ah, fuck, you yeah. know, like. And I'm sure he was like, I should have just covered it. But like. That's hindsight. Yeah. It's total hindsight. It's hard. You know, in that moment, you know, I'm sure he didn't think. The last thing you'd want to do is give the other team a face-off in your zone. Right. On your power play. On your power play. Yeah. On your power chomp. It just wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't have it protected. He had it, he stopped it, and it was just out in the open. But, like, yeah, I I think, I don't know, I felt like the post-game press conference was quite good, and... What Logan Couture talked about was 
that he's happy for Jones to be like getting some wins, getting a shutout, playing better because it feels good to have Jones like smiling after games and like mm-hmm. I think Martin Jones as a human has been pretty miserable. Yeah. Because he knows how bad he's been. Yeah. He's not That's not easy for anybody. Yeah. That really fucks with your head, and especially as a pro athlete. Like, I can't mm-hmm. imagine that's easy to get through. Good news is, he has a nice contract. Yep. Job so, security! Yeah. Whether he's, you know, with, or not, with it, like, uh, feeling super confident or not, he's there. And might suck for the team, but... The Sharks are stuck with Martin Jones, like, long-term. Unless they do a buyout, mm-hmm. this is this is who they've got in net for the long-term future. Do you think, Strange Pork, there's a redemption arc with Martin Jones? And, like, his hard work that he's yes. been putting in will, uh, will continue? Or is, is he kind of... Is he done like Patrick Marlowe. No, I'd like to think there's a redemption arc for Jones. He's still a young player too. And for goalie. Goalies can play into their thirties and And be very I just viable. uh I don't know. I feel like there's this trend with sharks goalies where they're really good for a season or two and then they just suck balls and then yeah. they go to some other team and you're like, Oh shit Like Niemi was never that good on the Sharks, but, like, he went to... I don't remember where he went to, but... Well... He was playing really well that next year um, on a new team, I remember. He went to Dallas, and then he went to... What was the other... Staylock's the other one, right? Staylock, yeah. Well, Staylock sort of fits that bill, yeah. Um, And I remember Flurry. not that he was... Uh, sharks. Yeah, he was a penguin. But um, I remember him really not performing well, and he's great on the night. So, yep. like, I wonder if just like a change of pace, other different team would make a big difference for Martin Jones. Yeah, it might. Because um, I I see that as a trend where it's like you know he was really fucking good with like the team that was what twenty sixteen Sharks. 20? Yeah. Even the next year, he was yeah, solid. 2017 Sharks, and yeah. uh, it might just be time to change it up for him. Yeah, I, I... But in terms of redemption arc within the Sharks, I think there's still a possibility, but I'm not holding out hope for it. It'd be kind of a really interesting story if Martin Jones becomes a viable goaltender again, mm-hmm. and people regardless fans like regardless of how he's wronged them before (laughs) like can't deny like his save percentage and stuff like if he just overall redeems himself that way i think that would be a really interesting story well and he's not playing like total shit right now he's been he's looked pretty good this whole year he's only had a couple really garbage games yeah and uh he doesn't look like Jones of last season. No, I agree with that. So, 
basically, can this season be a building block for Martin Jones? Maybe. Yeah, why not? I fucking hope it is, because the Sharks are locked in. Like, mm-hmm. this Something's is... Something's gotta give. This is it. There's no... There's no moving him. Mm-hmm. The only hope is he's slightly better, and then you get him to keep improving, because, like, he's not... He's not going to agree to a trade. Right. That would be weird as shit. And then if you trade him, like... To where? Exactly. And you probably have to retain some of his salary. Like, ugh. That deal, unless Doug Wilson turns Martin Jones into a white rabbit to pull out of a hat. Yeah. It's just not going to (laughs) happen. But but that's the fun part about Doug Wilson. Everybody loves white rabbits. Yeah. It is Easter. Mm, hey. uh, but Doug, Doug Wilson is capable of those things. That's what's fun. Is He's sort of that, like, yeah, he likes he likes fleecing people. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to trade Jones. I mean, who the fuck do they have instead? Mm-hmm. Coronar? Mill in the truck? Like, no. Those, those dudes are, like, not ready. I, I read that... Melnichuk is like still adjusting to the AHL ice, and Coronars looked good. Maybe he'd be a decent backup. Like mm. that's kind of where we're at. He's basically Troy Grossnick. Is that anything like G backup? They wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can only hope that there's redemption for Martin Jones because the Sharks need it and I think Jones needs it. And It'd be an interesting story. Yeah. I, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I'd feel sort of like... I would love old Jones back. Yeah. Me too. But I feel like I can't hope for that anymore. It would just be like, what if he's capable? Mm-hmm. And like, how would I feel about that? Like, am I willing to let go of all my anger? Yes. Or do I still want to live on the dark side? No. Um, Don't let the anger consume you. Uh, anger is easy. Yeah. It it would be interesting if like Martin Jones can get good again in a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. And not be just a, like, tandem backup goalie, but actually be a viable starter while the Sharks kind of go with it. Like, you know, the the fortunes of a goaltender and a team go hand in hand. The fortunes right. of a goaltender and a coach go hand in hand. But if he gets worse, like, if he, if he goes back to last season or, like, continues, uh-huh. I don't, I don't know what the fuck happens. Like, if the Sharks miss the playoffs for the next two seasons, mm-hmm. Jones so, has to, like, he's got to be done. you got to get rid of him. So, Hogdarab, do you think that the goals Jones has let in recently in the last four, you know, winning well, games? Let, yeah, he let zero in the game before. With the Kings. But, but the yeah. ones that he did let in, do you think that those are mostly goalie error or, like, defensive errors that put those goals in net for Jones recently? 
They still won these games, so it's, you know. First Kings goal. Oh, shit. I might be mixing it up with the Sharks goal. but Well, the first Sharks goal was a deflection. The first Kings goal. I mean, I've noticed in general this season, glove side looks weak. Mm-hmm. Players tried to shoot five hole, but he has also been better about that. But his glove side, like, that's where everyone's shooting. He's also gotten really fucking lucky against the Kings. Like, Kopitar mm-hmm. had him beat and then just was overskating the puck and couldn't tuck it in for a goal that would have given right. the Kings the lead. Like, in the shutout game, like, there were um, moments where it was like, I think they hit a couple posts like the Kings did. And I you always need those, but I feel like um, Jones has been getting luckier lately which is mm. good because it's resulted in wins right but um it doesn't tell me that like <sighs> he's reliable i don't trust him i don't trust anything i don't <laughs> trust this win streak i don't trust the forwards i don't trust so it sounds like you still think it's some goalie error more than defensive play in front of the net error in all the goals i can think of right now yeah. it's been both and yeah. that's why my answer sucks. What about you, Strange Fork? What do you think? Real quick. I just realized I did not turn my computer off. And, but you did a sound check, right? Yeah, we're good. Okay. And the frogs? I hope the frogs are. I hope you can hear the frogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> our window's open and the pond full of frogs is alive and well. I saved two frogs and they're married now. Uh-huh. And they have a big family out there. Very large family. I hope. I don't know how how do you tell a lady frog from a male frog like a male frog it's really easy you just kiss him and then he turns into a prince he turns into a prince which we definitely did oh yeah yeah there's a human then we man turned that prince mating back into with a, <laughs> back into a frog does the same girl have to kiss the same frog or does it have to be a dude that kisses the prince to make him go back I mean to you just frog? You need a witch Okay. You have to have a witch. So if a witch kisses a prince, he becomes a frog. (laughs) And if a lady, preferably a princess, kisses a frog, he becomes a prince again. But what about lady frogs? I have no idea. I don't know why it matters right now. Well, I kissed both of them. Right. (laughs) And now... Now there's a lot of froglings. Yeah, and there's a lot of frogs. They're all your babies, actually. Oh, no! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so to kind of answer my own question, I guess, because you were throwing it back at me. Oh, right. Um, I, I don't know that I have a clear answer. I agree with you that I think it's a combination of both. Some of them feel like Jones fuck ups, like the non-cover up during the power play shorthanded goal that was a jones thing but also like you said a defenseman could have been there to tie that guy up and not give him the chance so yeah um but i think that that could have been stopped by covering the puck whereas like it's not like he was totally playing the rebound of it like he just had it on his stick and then i just smacked it in it was so i guess i don't feel like it's strictly one way or the other i feel like in general jones is playing better which makes me think that the defensive play is still lacking uh-huh yeah but i, agree. I don't know that i, I mean, have anything really concrete to back that up 
I've seen Eric Carlson be really dynamic offensively. His play has improved. It has. But defensively, I've still seen him be kind of soft. Not tying sticks up, chasing players into corners. Um, instead of sticking to passing lines. And it's it's annoying, but um, his offensive play has been so good. I, I love when he rushes from like the face-off dots up to the red line and blue line. So it's like a four-on-two. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. But the problem is no one else seems to keep up with his right. plays. And so I I really like the play of Rudolph's Balsers. I really like that him, Timo Meyer, and Hurdle have kind of like got something going. Mm-hmm. Maybe that can stay consistent. I like that the coaching staff has kept them together despite... Right mistakes but like um do you believe in rudolph's balsers strange pork i i don't know that i've seen enough of his play i mean i have noticed in the past two games probably Mm -hmm. more than i have and in that regard it's like yeah sure why not but yeah i'm not like wowed i'm not like this guy's gonna be the next thing like I just feel like, hey, he's playing well. That's cool. Like, new person, noticeable. That's kind of... It's kind of all the shards. Yeah. Like, because we haven't gotten the Chemilevsky show. Chemilevsky played, like, one game, two games, and then he's, like, buried in the Barracuda. Yeah. Like, he had a an assist and a really good look, and then nothing. And he's supposed to be the, like, top... Him and Chekovich, but, like, I don't know. Ozzy Weisblatt is playing in, I think, the Barracuda? I don't know where the fuck he's playing. But, like, the Sharks, like, top prospects, we're not seeing them at the NHL level, so it's kind of these other guys. And, realistically, they have no business going for the playoff spot i don't think they'll make it i think we are now perfectly in that little hype train i was bitching about (laughs) where all the commentators and everyone's gonna go like oh they're only like two points out or four points out of a playoff spot like whoop-de-doo they're not gonna make it this is 2014-15 all over again except um you know there's no john scott Mm -hmm. but it's the youth movement Without a real enforcer, there's, like, Curtis Gabriel. I'd say he's a real enforcer because he's kind of goony. But if Curtis Gabriel is going to get the team fined and be a pain, then they're not going to play him. Right. And instead, they're going to actually play someone who this is a bit of a tangent off of, but Jacob VL. Mm, Yeah. What have you thought of Jacob VL? (laughs) I I think his first name is Jacob. I have no idea, but I know who you're talking about. Um, Number 63. I felt like he's actually shown some skill. I've liked some of his plays. Yeah. He's a puncher guy. I don't have any really strong, like, oh, I, that play he did, you know, here was really, like, I don't have there a strong memory. There were just a couple memory. little I'm scoring just, chances in the Kings games. There, were a, there was, I remember, like, at least once I was like... Who is that? 63? Oh, that's a new guy. Like, I had had a couple moments of recognition. He had some plays on the puck or positioning that were exciting to watch. They weren't nothing. 
Yeah. I don't remember a single Gabriel highlight that isn't just him punching a motherfucker. Like... I only remember him playing that one game and he immediately got a penalty. (laughs) And, like... Yeah, it was for something fucking dumb, too. He just seems kind of like a liability or someone who's gonna fucking be in the box the whole game. I don't... You know, I like that he is a hard hitting forward. They Mm -hmm. show these little clips of him in practice, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I haven't seen any offensive production. If he can be a player who can punch a motherfucker in the face and possess the puck, keep some zone time, win board battles, right. Um, be a hard hitter, like tough to play against type player. That's cool. He doesn't need to score like, you know, more than Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> but if he could put up Patrick Marlowe numbers, right. if Jacob VL, hot take, Jacob VL in the same amount of games will put up the same amount of points as Patrick Marlowe. Ah, like by the end of the season? If but... he plays 30. Yeah. I don't, okay. think, I don't think he will. I don't think there's enough remaining games. But in the same amount of games, this is bullshit. There's no way this is going to work. I'm going to say... Jacob Biel is going to beat Patrick Marlowe's numbers. Okay. I'm going to say he's not. Yeah, that's smart. You <laughs> <laughs> might get demoted to the AHL and never play another yeah. NHL game. Like, uh, What are we wagering? Uh, podcast Naked. I don't know. Yeah, Next forgot drink. about Podcast Next Naked. Drink. Actually, you know what? It'll be, um, it'll be a fancy cocktail to mm, drink for the Pirates. We have like, to make. Yeah, yeah. Loser makes makes the cocktails. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the series, the Kings and the Minnesota games, Mm -hmm. ultimately fun to watch the Sharks actually win and look somewhat capable. Good pace, yeah. Um, But not a lot of, like, wow factor. No, And and some of that was the back and forth. At Staples Center, a couple things at Staples Center. Number one, the crowd noise was oh, yeah. horrible. Way too loud. And just, like, a lot. It was constant. Like, it was crazy. It was like it's a playoff game. It was like it's a game seven there or something. Like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck was going on with their crowd noise, but that was obnoxious. It's like the kind of crowd noise where you can't hear yourself think. It was like Big Bang Theory. <laughs> um... So, fuck the crowd noise at Staples Center. Fuck the Kings. Other thing is I really noticed the puck was just never flat. Mm. Like, the puck was, like, never, like, flat I do remember you mentioning maybe the ice was, all over like, the place. I think the ice at Staples Center is bollocks. I think it's totally wobbly and shitty. Mm. And it's way too warm in L.A. And they can't keep their facility in proper ice conditions and everything's bouncing all over the fucking place. I didn't see a lot of players eat shit. Right. But I I really noticed that pucks were never laying flat. And I, I think that, I mean, the Kings should be used to it. But I think that contributes to the feel of the game. If it just feels like, oh, everything's kind of stuck in the neutral zone. Right. Um, passes aren't connecting. Like, that, that sort of thing... I really think was the ice at Staples Center. Well, and it's hard to, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. It's at least a disadvantage for both teams. 
Yeah. Um, but if the sharks can come out on top of that, great. Right. Um, but uh, it it made that it made the Kings games feel really back and forth when maybe they wouldn't have been. I don't know. Like yeah. it it was interesting, but um, at least the pace was higher and the. Sh- Sharks players had their legs and they were skating and it wasn't mm-hmm. like snooze fest, lose fest, Arizona. Fucking... Yeah, there's definitely a level of like when you're losing so badly that you're like, oh, do I even want to finish the third or, you know. Like... Yeah, can't leave. You got, you're pros now. You yeah. Gotta, you're not, you're not the goon anymore, motherfuckers. Like, you do not get benched. Just a leak. <laughs> <laughs> Strange pork was I accidentally got cat. my hand in the way of his bathing, and I got viciously licked. Ooh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did, girl. Yeah, so, uh, what do you think? Do you think the Sharks are going to start losing now? They've had, like, a four-game win streak, and they're going to either purposefully or by sheer fate start losing the next few games? I think they They're going to play the Ducks next. Yeah, the Ducks are bad. Um, they lost against them last time. I, I think they'll split the games against the Ducks. I I, th- I don't believe in this team. The big build-up is... Or I don't... I don't have any false expectations that they're going to, like, super overperform. They, they are what they are, which is just kind of a non-playoff team right now, as weird as it is. And... The second six group of forwards are still figuring it out. And yeah. there's even star players. Or not star, but like Timo Meyer's still figuring it out. He's still figuring out how strong he is. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit at this point, but I guess that's where he's at. So I can be like really cranky about it or I can just like be all right with it. And I think I'm leading more on like I'm all right with it. I'm embracing yeah. that they're not awesome. So I think they're going... To snap the win streak. And I think they're gonna... It's hard for me not to say they're gonna take the next L.A. games, though. I mean, they seem to have L.A.'s number. You play Jones, and you kind of just stifle their zone entries, and L.A. can't recover mm-hmm. right now. Um, it's interesting. Excuse me. The only player who seems to be able to just completely unglue the Sharks' like blue line coverage is Kopitar, but everyone else like they can't. They've got to like chip pucks in or go mm-hmm. get them. Like they can't really enter the zone easily. And the Sharks have been really good about shutting them down there. Um, once you get in the zone, it's like ah, anything can happen. Oh shit! What pickles? Yeah, I was gonna bring that up actually because I remember there was a. Power kill, mm-hmm. um, where it was Burns and Carlson, and you were like, oh my gosh, why are both Burns and Carlson on this power kill? Oh my god, how and, did they win a game with... And they didn't give anything uh, up, which was great, but I remember it, we realized it's because Vlasic was out. Yeah. Um, and so, I forgot how... He has an injury? Yeah, they said lower body injury. Okay. Probably all we'll ever know. Um, but... I. <laughs> the thing is, Vlasic's mm-hmm. been pretty lousy mm-hmm. this season and the season before. He kind of got it together a little bit last season, but not 
a ton. Yeah. So, like, is this really a problem? Who knows? Apparently not. We'll find out. But can we see Tim Heed again? Is he, <laughs> can we free Tim Heed? Hashtag free Tim Heed. Hashtag free Tim Heed. Like, let's get another offensive-minded right-hand shot defenseman up in this lineup. Yeah, Fuck it. And then play Martin Jones, and then we'll get that nice little shark tank. Mm-hmm. I think losing Pickles... This is so weird to say. Like, after... Like, the Sharks got reverse swept, and a big excuse was, well, Pickles went down. Right. Like, Pickles is so important. And now it's like, yeah, they might be better. (laughs) (laughs) They might actually succeed more if they have, like, Nick DeSimone playing Pickles minutes because he's playing on the third pair. Right. He hasn't been good. Um, I don't know his stats, but, like... Just even the eye test of it, it's like he's not recovering pucks the way he used to. He's not pinning players to the boards the way he used mm-hmm. to. All those things which are like the hallmarks of his subtle, silent, defensively responsible game with offensive upside used to be just not a ton, but like something. Right. Um, now it's just kind of like he looks. he looks old and slow. He looks like... Soon to be Brad Stewart. Oh. I don't know why. I, I totally thought you were going to say soon to be bread. Soon to be bread. I don't know why. <laughs> Put out to pasture. Yeah. He's going to go stale. Brood mare. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I see. You're doing that bread. I was thinking literally like toast. Oh. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Then... then than being inseminated <laughs> by a horse. Oh my god. You live on a farm. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Any other final thoughts? Straight no, I mean, it's kind of, like, as exciting as it is for them to win, there's not a ton, I feel like, to talk about. So I feel like we've kind of touched on it all. I I think, yeah, we brought up those points. Martin Jones's recovery might happen might be best at a on a different team but Mm -hmm. if it happens with the sharks i'm i'm glad about it right are they is the rest of the team gonna get their shit together in the meantime your argument last episode was like it's a tandem bike and you know uh they've got to do it together Mm -hmm. and i was saying nah, one person on the tandem bike can go ramming speed (laughs) and drive the whole team and that's what worked last time but if that's not really possible, then maybe Jones improving and the Sharks having a better defensive system. <sighs> Is it enough? Can I talk myself into it? I don't even know, man. Otherwise... Until they beat Vegas three games in a row, I don't fucking believe in them. Right. I don't I do not believe in this in this group of players to be successful, even though they kinda the top like Kane Hurdle, Couture have all been good. Mm-hmm. They've all been really solid. Even the bank has put up decent amount, a decent amount of points. He had a good slap shot, got deflected. Like it's the second group of forwards, mm-hmm. and I also think they really need a right-handed shot winger to really 
fill out the top line someone who's really dynamic. But that second group of forwards, maybe they're just not there yet. Will they get there? Who knows? Tune in next time for Mubby's Ramamins and Take a Huggy. And that's on Twitter. I don't know what this voice is. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, who are the Sharks going to trade? Mm. That's coming up. I think it's the 14th. Man. Pickles. Did... Not coming <laughs> <laughs> Injured Pickles. Yeah. Perfect. Who should, like, if the Sharks could trade anybody? Like, contract, contract contracts? Contracts aside, like, no, let's say no movement clauses are not a thing. Uh-huh. Who should the Sharks trade? Because, like, if they trade someone that's, like, a big move, they could get something real good. Right. You know, they could potentially get, you know, like, first round and a prospect and a fucking goalie. Like, I don't know. They could get something big. If they're like, fuck it, yellow swag. They they can't yellow swag. But. Mm, This is kind of tough because my first thing is just to get rid of the players I don't feel are suiting the team like Jones or um, so, so. Marlo. Um, <laughs> oh, Marlo. But I take your point about like, if they trade somebody with value. But then like they need their value players. Like They, they kind of need... You don't need... want to trade Couture. No, or Ferraro. No! Oh, God! If they traded Ferraro... It would be such a like Et slap. Brute. Like, yeah. oh my God. Um, that would be... That would be a knife. So, yeah, I don't know, like, who they would trade that they could actually get some value out of that I might not miss. I think trading Jones, like, we're we're all there. Yeah. We're fine with that as Sharks fans. But that's in the anything-can-happen world. In reality... In reality, it's going to be, like, Dubnik, Marlowe. You could trade Donato, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you want to or what you get for him. He's kind of been right. streaky right now, and he's been on the downswing. Um, Meyer. Oh, that would be great. But he's on a bridge deal. Damn. Maybe. I, I don't know if he has a no-movement clause in his contract. Um, I I I would look at it. I'm Get a haul. Like, if there yeah. was a real haul, why not? If you could. I, I don't know the terms of his contract. He's an RFA, blah, blah, blah. But, right. like, or he was an RFA. So this was his bridge deal. And, honestly, I'm really fed up with him not panning out. Now, the it's not over. He could get it together sure. again. But, like, I feel like he already went through this with DeBoer and, like, got his shit together and became a 30 goal scorer and it was Mm -hmm. like holy shit timo meyer is here yeah he's like a little mini owen nolan like this is fucking sweet he's like yeah he's like a version of kane like it's it's really cool and then now he's like taking garbage shots and fucking getting muscled off pucks and Mm -hmm. it's it's back to the same old same old it's it's weird man i 
But, like, trading Timo Meyer, it's like, who replaces him right, right now? Uh, you guys got a good prospect? <laughs> Can we get Tim Stutzler? That's the real challenge. Yeah. I don't know what you do. But we'll see what happens April 14th. Follow us on Twitter at mdroppinmitts. And on Instagram at muppetsdroppinmitts. See you next week. Oh, that was... That was really weak. Yeah.